the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. You do it inside the Beltway live with Jake Sherman, editor-in-chief of Punchbowl News. Go to punchbowlnews.com. Get a free daily email on what's going on inside the Hill. Jake, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, did you? I did, thank you. It was very nice. Uh, I was in Washington with uh, my family, my parents, my in-laws. It was very nice. I hope you did, too. Yes, same. Uh, a, a large family gathering, the usual illnesses, and a two-year-old who could not be controlled. I think I share that with you. But in any event, Jake, <laughs> I got to tell I, you know what? The two-year-old speaks in commands, and one must do what they say. Food time. Uh, up. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, Jake, I, I spent Sunday after the crowd had dispersed reading Build Back Better, the House version. I mean, I'm at page 800 now taking notes. I've gotten two columns out of it. I could write columns forever. It's the most absurd thing, including my Washington Post column this morning is about $3 billion in tree equity, which is up to Tom Vilsack, a canny politician who's run for president before to distribute if it gets through the Senate. How much are they going to carve out of this in the Senate? Salt deduction, build, uh, tree equity, $122 billion for homeless funding. What's going to go? So that's a good question. Um, I think the major things that's, that's going to go, Hugh, are not those things. I think the major things that are going to go are the big things that Manchin does not like. I mean, Pelosi has basically indicated, if you listen and you read between the lines, that the bill is pretty much set besides for some of these big provisions, which are obviously huge and, and quite influential, that um, uh, Manchin is going to have problems with. So that includes expansion of Medicare, um, paid leave provisions, the salt deduction uh, stuff. I think the rest of it, the small stuff that people will pick at and, and will be kind of the stars of, of uh, election season ads are going to stay. That's just my guess. Now, uh, I want to talk about the tree equity. This was invented two years ago by American Forest. They, they claim credit for it, at least, and that I've got the link in my post column, uh, which is over on the front page of the post if people want to read it. I think that is going to be as bad as Nancy Pelosi's $200 million for the Presidio in, in the ads because it's so absurd a concept. It's just pork, Jake. And they're giving it to Tom Vilsack to distribute with no legislative direction other than increased tree canopy. Do you think that's going to get savaged in, in cities across the United States that don't get tree equity grants? I, I, I think that I... I think that, yeah, I mean, listen, here, here's a good point. Here's a, you make a good point here. Um, number one, and, and it's important, I, I have no idea what he's going to do with the short answer, but I will say this. The, um, the larger question about how the administration is going to administer this bill and, and where the money is going to go is a very interesting one. And frankly, we heard the other day uh, Mitch McConnell was in Kentucky. He was talking about the Brent Spence Bridge, which, as you know, is a big um, infrastructure project that's been on the at the wayside for a long time, connecting Ohio and Kentucky. 
McConnell said he hopes it's included in the spending under the infrastructure bill, but can't guarantee everything. Obviously, that's because uh, we just don't know what's going to be in the legislation, right? We don't know what's going to be um, we don't know how the administration is going to administer some of this stuff. So I think that's the, that's that's a big question that you bring up. Yeah, you know, as a uh, committed structural federalist, it's a lot of big words, meaning I really believe in the Constitution, that it works. The idea of giving <laughs> this much money to the federal government along with I mean, I've read through it page after page. Um, you know, they'll give one hundred and twenty two billion for homelessness. Then they'll give a couple of billion to HUD to hire new people to distribute that money. It's a complete evisceration of state and local authority. And I, I can't believe Kirsten Cinema will want tree equity and housing uh, distributed by HUD. She knows she's a good politician. So is Joe Manchin. Yeah, I mean, but listen, you're, you're talking about a problem that's been. Uh, exacerbated over the last decade, right? Over the last 15 years, Congress has ceded its authority to the administration on nearly every issue going back for a long time. And this is just a continuation of that. And actually, Hugh, I would blame Republicans for this, and I'll tell you why. I know I just made a controversial point. No, that's interesting. Getting, getting rid of earmarks is, is and let me, let me put it this way, getting rid of earmarks, ceding power on trade deals, ceding power on... Um, on a whole host of issues, set the stage for the administration to be a more powerful branch. Republicans did that. Democrats did that in some respects, too. But it's just it's been all over the map. And it's been it's been a problem going back for 10 or 15 years. You are right. I, I actually would not object to one hundred and twenty two billion dollars in homeless funding if they let cities decide and if they included religious groups, because there's obviously an urgent need on the West Coast. But three billion dollars to Tom Vilsack. I got to ask you, Jake, I, I asked Selena this just last hour. Tom Vilsack has always struck me as a very good politician, very affable, very friendly, very open-handed, very approachable. I, I don't know that Nancy Pelosi intended to launch Vilsack 2024, but I read in the Telegraph in Great Britain yesterday that the Brits speculate Biden won't run again and that Kamala Harris is unelectable, so they need someone. They're going to put Kamala Harris on the Supreme Court. This is in the Telegraph in the United Kingdom and go find somebody else. Why not Vilsack at 70? He's a, you know, he's a virtual baby compared to Trump and Biden. Remember, Vilsack ran before, didn't he? Right, well, 2008. Like, that wasn't really a, a, a successful venture. Now, I will say we don't we have no idea what's going to happen in the future. Um, I don't have any clue. I don't have I, you know, I'm I have no idea whether Biden's going to run again. I have no idea of any of this. I don't think that Vilsack is lining up for another presidential run. I don't think I would have to imagine his name ID is probably in the. I don't know, single digits or low or low double digits. So, I mean, their 2024 problem is is a huge problem. I just think we're a long way away from that. And I think we have to I I just I I don't see the two as being connected. Well, I I don't think they intended to. I just thought to myself, you give a guy who ran for president before and an Iowa guy who could flip a red state blue three billion dollars to propagate whatever he wants to propagate. It's really just three billion dollar block grant to Tom Vilsack. I've never seen anything like it, except over in HUD, whoever is our secretary of HUD, uh, Marcia Fudge, uh, she's a Buckeye. She has enormous, she's got even, you know, 100 times the power, 50 times the power that Vilsack has. It's an astonishing transfer of authority and spending from Congress to a couple of appointees. Let's talk about the president's problems. You know, the Republicans this weekend hit him pretty hard on the Sunday shows for promising to end COVID, and now we've got Omicron. What do they do, Jake? Dr. Fauci, whatever you think of him, 
and most of my audience doesn't think much, is, is out of effectiveness. He's out of gas. Now he's fighting with Ted Cruz about January 6th. Do you see how that's not public health? Uh, I see that that is, I see that, yes, I see how a fight with Ted Cruz is not about public health. I think that, I think, to be honest with you, um, uh, Fauci has decided his posture and he's going to, at this point, he's just going to let that play out, to be honest with you. That's my guess. Um, but listen, I, I think this is going to be a major issue uh, at the moment. I think that, um, I don't think it's something that Congress is going to have to wrestle with, but you have Biden. Uh, quoted back in the Trump administration saying that closing down borders is not the uh, is not the uh, is not a, 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 an answer. It's not the silver bullet stopping these things. So uh, that is a very difficult thing to contend with at this point. And um, but but I will say this, just as jobs numbers are beginning to look up, the economy seems to be in some respects picking up steam. According to some estimates, you're going to have this this variant, which is we don't know the severity yet. Um, but the administration, I think, listen, I think in some respect they're using this to try to boost boosters, right? I mean, I've gotten my booster. I think you have you too. Yes. yes. Um, and um, I think that's their posture right now. Get the booster, add in protection. It's, it's, it's what you need to do, and that's, and, and that's where they've landed. Yeah, but, Jake, I, I'll press you one more time, and, and I'm going to follow. Everyone who wants to know what happens to Build Back Better, read Punchbowl News every morning because Jake does a great job of this. Mansion and cinema are popular in their states. They don't need Build Back Better for re-election. I don't think they're motivated by re-election. I think they're sincerely concerned about the misuse of this money. Do they have what it takes to say no to the entire left wing of their party? No. Well, yes and no. Depends on what. I think on the big things they do, I think on some of the smaller things they don't. I think they're going to have their fights on the Medicare, on the Medicaid, on um, SALT, on, on paid leave. I think that's where their fights are. I think that's where they're going to take their ground. Uh, 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 pause. I think SALT is popular and makes sense in Arizona, which has had rapidly expanding housing inflation. But if you spend $3 billion on trees for Arizona, it's not really a big deal. Kirsten Sinema is going to run into that tree equity in four years. She, as is uh, Mark Kelly, tree equity in Arizona. Where do you think that's going to get you? <laughs> there are not. That's a, a, a true fact that there are not a lot of trees in Arizona. <laughs> that is probably that is probably a fair a fair uh, a fair statement. So anyone who runs against Mark Kelly, whether it's Brnovich or or Blake Masters, I can just see Mark Kelly voted for three billion dollars for blue cities in the east. To plant trees. Uh, It's a suicide note is what it is, a political suicide note. Jake Sherman is covering the details every morning at Punchbowl News. Thank you, Jake. Have a good first week of the holiday rush. I'll be right back, America. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Voters made their displeasure with Democrats and their elitism known in recent elections. Rather than learn their lesson over their disconnect from mainstream voters, Democrats have doubled down by suggesting that Americans simply aren't bright enough to comprehend their genius. That is the clear subtext behind the sudden profusion of messaging stories produced by the media. For Democrats and their enablers, the problem is never Joe Biden's incompetence, 
mishandling of the supply chains, inflation, or abandoning Americans in Afghanistan. It's never Merrick Garland's attempt to paint protesting parents as domestic terrorists. The only problem they admit having is selling their massive and radical spending programs as anything other than pandering to their progressive wing. Democrats should have learned lessons about voter priorities, especially on the economy, parental engagement in education, and competent governance. Instead of introspection, Democrats and the media have chosen to blame voters for their leadership's own failings. I'm Ed Morrissey. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.